Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, folks? Welcome back to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. That is Spencer Holbrook. This is an abbreviated Memorial Day weekend talking stuff brought to you by Buyers Automotive. Um, and we are talking stuff exclusively today for 10, 12, 14, 25, 35, 155, who knows how many minutes about JT Tui Nuloau, the country's number one um, ranked 2021 prospect. We talked a little bit, Spencer, the other day about his official visits. Now that we knew, we knew then what date he was coming to Ohio State. We didn't know anything else. Um, now we do. And the natural jump for people is that because Ohio State is the third official visit, and that Alabama is the last official visit, that it means doom for the Buckeyes. What is your, what's your immediate take? I don't think it's great for the Buckeyes, but I don't think it's bad. I mean, the Washington visit, I expected to be the first weekend. It's the easiest one to get to. Just get it, almost get it out of the way. You know what you're going to get when you when he goes to Washington. Then USC, which I thought was interesting that he's going to take the USC visit just because, you know, they just signed Corey Foreman and, and they've got, you know, a, a lot there. And I just didn't expect USC to, to be as in the mix. So I wasn't sure when that USC visit would happen, but then you get to Ohio state and then Oregon and Alabama. And, you know, you don't feel great having Nick Saban and Mario Cristobal after your pitch, but that's the way that, that the chips have fallen. And, and, you know, the, the most important part of this recruitment the entire time for 16 months, 25 months, three years, however long it's been is get to Ohio state. Well, it's happening now. He's getting to Ohio State, and so he's going to see it, and that's that's really all the Buckeyes can really worry about. Yeah, as I look at the schedule, I think a few things are interesting. Number one, the second weekend in June, that June um, 11th through the 13th, he's not going anywhere. So he's going to USC on the Monday after um, and, and taking a Monday to Wednesday visit, which I think is interesting, then heading to Ohio State a day after returning from USC. So, like, he's going in – He's taking that Washington trip on June 4th through the 6th, taking a, you know, eight day break and then doing four visits in 14 days. And what I think is interesting about that, Spencer, is he's going from Seattle to California, to Seattle, to Ohio, to Seattle, to Oregon, to Seattle, to Alabama, to Seattle. Like it, there is a, there would have been a more efficient way of doing this, um, which would have been you know, start at Washington and USC as he's doing, but then go Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, or Oregon, Alabama, Ohio State, and then back. I mean, there would have been a more like, you know, circular route here. Um, and so I think that there, it's interesting just the, the way you look at it is this. There's the first two visits, which I don't think anyone really believes that Washington and USC are in the real conversation here. Um and so those ones get out of the way early. And then you have Ohio State, Oregon, and Alabama in a seven-day stretch. And there's two ways to look at it, right? So it, it could be by the time you get to Alabama, you're incredibly fatigued and, and you don't necessarily feel like you don't you maybe you don't have the best energy. Maybe it you know changes the way you're viewing it. Um, 
maybe it's better for Ohio State to get the first one of those real uh, real visits in order to put the best foot forward. Um, I, I just don't know that it's I, – I can tell you from talking to people around the Ohio State program, they don't love that Alabama has the last visit, like obviously. But there's an interesting point to why that is here, and that t- is because Ohio State starts summer classes on June 22nd. And I think that the hope would have been, and I guess it still can be, but this is the, the problem with JT Tui Malau and, and the quiet nature of his recruitment. We don't really know his plans, right? So if he's intending on enrolling in summer classes anywhere, then he can't, especially at Ohio State, let me just state, let's start there. If he's intending on enrolling in summer classes at Ohio State, he can't make official visits to Oregon or Alabama because Ohio State's classes start on June 22nd. And he's visiting Ohio State June 18th through the 20th. He can't go to Oregon, which starts their June classes on our summer classes on June 21st. Unless he's leaving Ohio State and then going to Oregon for his official visit and just staying there. He could still take an official visit to Alabama on the 25th through the 27th and enroll in classes at Alabama on June 29th, which is when they begin. So there is a thought, I guess, out there already that maybe he flies to Alabama and doesn't go home and just stays there. So Alabama and USC, which starts classes June 30th, are the only options for summer classes if he makes official visits after the Ohio State visit. That is concerning if you want if you're looking for a reason to be concerned, right? But if but if you're looking for a reason to be optimistic, he could fly to Ohio State and probably just stay in Columbus. Right. He could. And that's why this whole thing is so is going to lead to so much hand wringing over these next few weeks because ultimately we have no idea if he's intending on taking summer classes anywhere. And he doesn't have to. That's also what makes it so he could then make a decision anytime in July and just show up on any one of these campuses in August. So there's no like timeline of when this has to be done other than August 18th or something, which is when all of the schools will be in their in their fall semester. So this is where we've praised JT Tuimolo out for almost years at this point for being so quiet. You know, if, yeah. if that's what he wants to do, go ahead. I think, and this is not because we want information as these visits come up. It's not because he hasn't talked to us at all. I think this is where it finally hurts him a little bit not to talk. Well, because, I think it, it leads to a lot of rampant speculation. And so the speculation gets even worse. These visits are here. The speculation would have gotten bad last year had he taken the visit in June to Ohio State or April or whenever he was supposed to. And recruiting would have opened up in the summer last year or even in the fall last year. The speculation would have been wild because he doesn't talk anyways. Now that it's getting down to you are the last player in the entire class and all eyes are on you as the 24th best player to ever be rated by 24-7 sports on the composite, now is when if you're going to kind of start to talk a little bit, it would be very wise to do so because I think you're kind of leaving everyone, yourself included, in a little bit of a bad spot right now with not speaking on anything. And again, this is not – I want to be very, very clear with our viewers. This is not because I want him to talk to us at all. I just think from from every bit, every perspective, I think if he 
chooses to take all of these visits, it would be wise to at least give a little bit so people understand what the process is like rather than just continuing to go on message boards and, and finding out things that really aren't true. Yeah, I think there's just going to be a lot of guessing. And and what I what I'm what I to your point, I think that there's likely been those conversations in his private circles. Like they, I would imagine they know if he's taking summer classes or not. But you also they're being entirely um, restrictive about the information because they know if they tell schools that stuff gets out and, and stuff gets leaked. And so you know we've talked a lot about how JT Tui Molawau has sort of change the way recruiting can be done for those for that elite elite player um and it's just another example of that these schools have no idea what he's going to do they don't even know if he's going to be taking classes there in three weeks and like not having to sign a letter of intent i'm sure and again this is stuff that in a normal recruitment i think that people would have had this information it's very likely he's already signed a financial grant in aid um, with all five schools. So like, you can't read into that. But the fact that he's not enrolled anywhere or that he's not in any school registrar, I mean, there's a lot of things to that, that are still going to happen. And those are certain things that you aren't going to avoid. So if you end up trying to, you let's say he signs up for classes at Alabama for the June 29th semester, he's going to need a couple days lead in time to get that happen. The schools are required to, you know, make that public information. It's not like they can hide it. So the interesting thing here is ultimately, what is he going to do with summer classes? Because if you're looking for a tea leaf that really tells you what's happening, that summer class piece is the biggest piece of the puzzle because he cannot go to Ohio State if he's planning on taking summer classes and he takes those official visits to Oregon and Alabama, period. Yeah. So the the last day to enroll at Ohio State for classes would be the 25th of June, from what I understand. And that's the date he's supposed to be arriving at Alabama. So there is no like wiggle room. Ohio State as a school is not going to play that game where they're going to say, OK, well, we'll just wink, wink, nudge, nudge and say he was here. That It's not going to work that way. Like, it, I, I don't know. Um, I, I guess the thing is, you have to assume he's planning on not taking summer classes which again is totally fine, but it is, it is interesting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he is, he is taking that visit to Alabama. I, I don't yeah. think we have any, any reservations about saying that he is taking that visit. So the, the summer classes for Ohio state are off the table, like yeah. no matter what they're off the table. And so I think it is a tea leaf to read into, but at the same time, he hasn't done anything conventionally. Right. The exactly. Time, that, that's the exactly the point. There has not been a single thing about this that's been normal. So to assume that because 99.9% .9 of college football players are taking summer classes, that that means that JTT will do the same is out the window. But what Spencer just said is 100% correct. If he's planning on taking summer classes and he's planning on taking an official visit to Alabama on June 25th to 27th, that means he can't be going to Ohio State. So, you know, I, it, so you just have to now, if you're an Ohio State fan, I guess be hoping that he knows that he's either A, going to Ohio State and taking summer classes and plans to cancel his other visits, which seems unlikely, or B, is not taking summer classes, period. Because if you want JT2 and Molo out at Ohio State, those summer classes are the, are the key. All right. So let's wrap 
this up with the only way we know how to wrap it up. The visits are scheduled, Berm. You know what's coming next. Oh In You're not gonna or me. out. The Ohio State recruiting game. In no summer classes. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna go with. Ultimately, I think the relationship with him and Larry Johnson is still the piece, and I think that there's an opportunity for Ohio State. And I've seen it on the. Again, this is message board life. You can't really put too much stock into it, right? But there's a belief among the Alabama faithful that he's a defensive tackle. And he's not a defensive tackle. He's a defensive end. And Ohio State wants him as a defensive end. And so this idea that he's going to go to Bama and he'll be turned into an inside lineman maybe is something that Ohio State can play on. But who knows? What we do know, Spencer, these next couple of weeks are going to be banana crap, crazy town. I mean, it's going to be nuts. So I guess we'll just hang on tight um, and see what happens when he arrives on campus at Ohio State uh, uh, on for the June 18th through June 19th uh, official visit. Whether or not he arrives on the night of June 17th and leaves on the morning of the 20th, none of those things really matter. What matters is that Ohio State will have a two-day official visit. What matters is that Ohio State does have some aces in the pocket with G. Scott and Emeka Abuka, who are friends with JT Tuomoloau, and that they hope will be able to influence him in some positive way. There's not a, a great Pacific Northwest um, like buzz at Alabama right now. Uh, so you just hope that you can you can make that happen, and, and then you count on Larry Johnson to win the relationship battle. Um, but until then, Spencer and I will be talking stuff about that, presented by Byers Auto. That's all for this abbreviated Memorial Day edition. Have a great holiday, everyone. Be safe, and thanks for watching. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.